Hey everybody, welcome to the coffee break. I am Franklin Taggart. This is my coffee. Grab your beverage and let's have a chat. Um, things that are on my mind today. Um, I've had two or three people just in the last, probably in the, in the last week, who have, uh, I've been having conversations with, and they were talking about um, how they could monetize what they've created when what they've created has been something that's been largely um, personal and for their own enjoyment. Um, and I find that there are a lot of people who are creative in terms of the artistically creative and uh, the literature creative people that I work with, uh, artists and authors in particular, um, sometimes find this an a difficult question to answer. Um, how can I monetize something that I'm just doing for my own enjoyment? Well, maybe uh, maybe monetization is possible, and maybe it's just not even something you want to consider. <laughs> if you want to make a living from your creative work, that's a different story. You do have to, you know, find ways to monetize what you've created. But if you've just been using your creativity primarily as an outlet for self-expression and um, you've enjoyed that to this point, um, maybe there's not a reason for you to, to try and monetize. However, a lot of folks do want to see if there's a way that they can bring monetary value out of what they've created. So there are a few a few things that were bubbling around about that. And one of them is, um, in my experience, there are a lot of people who, who want to make money from their creative work, but they're not quite ready yet. There, in my, in my estimation, there are three stages of creative development. These are big stages. These aren't the little stages along the way, but the big stages of creative development are ones that are actually kind of, they're ongoing, um, but they expand as you go. The first stage of, of course, of anything that you do creatively is the learning stage. Um, there is a, a learning and mastery stage that happens um, where you're just basically figuring out how to do something. Now, what's really funny is that there are some people that I've known who have come from, you know, from that very beginning stage where they get really excited about the fact that they can, that they can paint a piece of fruit and they think, oh my gosh, I'm a professional artist now, so I've got to start selling my work. Well, maybe not, <laughs> you know, if you can find somebody who's interested in, in, in paying for a still life, you know, go right ahead. But, um, there are also uh, some folks who need to, to work on it a little bit more. But the thing that I see is that the first level of, of creativity and creative development is that level of, of learning and mastery. And we all have to go through it in whatever it is that we're learning how to do. I remember when I first started songwriting, how exciting it was to finish a song. But I had no frame of reference to tell if my song was really good or not. And of course, the people who, who loved me loved the song just because they loved me, but they, they weren't really, you know, they weren't really knowledgeable when it came to what makes a song, you know, better than another. And um, 
So it took me a long time to get to the point where I felt confident in my skills. But the second level of development is one where self-expression through what you do, through what you create, is becomes you know possible. <laughs> so what happened with songwriting for me was that as I got better at songwriting, I became much more articulate at being able to share my inner world with other people. And at that point, one of the things that started to happen was that there was a resonance that happened with some folks. When they heard a song, they would want a copy of it. They would either want a copy of the lyrics or they would want a copy of the recording or they would want to hear me do it again. <laughs> and so when it got to that point, of that I was becoming more and more competent at self-expression through my songwriting, all of a sudden opportunities started to show up for, for me to sell forms of my music. So that second stage of development is where I see a lot of people engage in a, in a way that they can actually make some money from their creativity. Some of them may even make their living at that level. And what I've, what I've told people before is that in that stage of creativity, they worry that, uh, you know, sharing their own personal insights really isn't all that interesting to other people. But what I believe is that what is the most personal is the most universal. So if, if I'm going through something very deeply, there are people out there that are going through similar things and they will resonate with my talking about that or with my song about that or with my poetry about that or with my art about that so if you are working on self-expression that's a great level to start thinking about is this an opportunity where i can actually sell some of the things that i've made yeah i don't see why not there is however another level of development that i've seen some people reach and what's really interesting is that there's, in that level of development, there's, there's almost a transcendent kind of a quality about it, in that they are serving something much bigger than just their own self-expression. They are actually communicating about things that are, that are much more universal to people. Um, and an example of that that I've found um, that I really resonate with is the um there's an artist named robert wyland w-y-l-a-n-d and wyland is well known in the world of um of uh, preserving marine life uh and his most famous project was called 100 wailing walls and he, he would do huge murals in cities all over the world to bring awareness to um, endangered species in the marine world. He's a brilliant artist and he's a prolific artist, but he has narrowed his cause down to preserving marine life. And that cause has become, you know, the thing that he represents in his artwork. Um, and he's, he's become very, very, you know, well off as a result of his work in that area. But he's also be, been able to, to create a foundation that, that 
donates millions of dollars to marine life preservation around the world. And so the thing that I would look at there is that he serves a much bigger vision than just self-expression. He is actually bringing his creativity and his talent to a cause and um, to a need that is well beyond what his own ego needs. So those are the things that I would encourage you to think about. If you want to monetize what you're doing creatively, think about where you are in that in those stages of development. I think it's really important for you to not be in too big of a hurry to try to make a living as an artist or a creative um, until you really are ready. And you'll know that you're ready when people start asking you for what you do, right? When they ask you to do it again and again and again, or when they ask you for a copy of it, or when they ask you to do something for them, that probably is a good sign that you are ready to start charging for what you do. So in the meantime, if you're just learning, and if you're really becoming a master at your craft, no matter what it is, do it every day. Get really good at what you do. That's going to be the key that you're going to keep coming back to over and over and over again through your professional life. You are going to keep coming back to improving your level of mastery of the thing that you do. And as you get better at, at expressing those things that are the most personal and the most universal, opportunities will open for you and you will be able to start uh, making money from the creative work that you do. So those are my thoughts for today, and I hope that this has been a, a good uh, a good thing for you to hear about. Um, let me know in the comments if you'd like to hear anything else. Um, but I appreciate you spending this time here in the break room with me, and I'll be back with another coffee break tomorrow.